Welcome to Fact Checking 101, where there's nothing off limits. We're giving straight fact. We're talking about the latest fashion. We're talking about current events. We're talking about beauty and health tips and much more. Tune in. You don't want to miss it. taking out the time to join me we'll be excited as well so i'm not going to prolong it um okay. let's jump right into it tell me a little right. bit about yourself and how you got into this point within your career gotcha okay well all right i consider myself what you call a serial entrepreneur meaning i own multiple okay. businesses now i started young i had my first three businesses before i was 13 i had my first one at eight it was a community cleaning service. Uh, I had my second one at 10, which was a, a babysitting business. And then my third one at 12, which was a lawn care service. And then from age 19 until my early 30s, I basically owned and operated 11 different businesses and six different industries. So I've owned um, two commercial cleaning franchises, two independent cleaning companies with like major Fortune 500 clients like uh, Apple Store, Office Depot, PetSmart, Food Lion, Balo, like you name it, like the major retailers, major uh, restaurant chains. I've also owned uh, two tire shops. I've had two restaurants. I had my first two restaurants before age 25. Well, my first one oh, at 20, wow. second one at 25. Thank you. And then I've also had a, a lawn care service, a digital marketing company, an event planning company and a $1,200 a day uh, loan processing company, which to now, like I basically evolved from a serial entrepreneur to a business coach slash consultant slash strategist. So now I teach aspiring entrepreneurs and uh, existing entrepreneurs. Uh, I work with both, both ends of the spectrum. So I teach aspiring entrepreneurs how to get into business. And then I help existing businesses stay in business. So I have uh, a coaching and consultant agency. And then I also have a youth development uh, organization, which we have independent academies uh, and it's called Junior CEO Academy. I have independent academies in eight different states and then also one in Ghana, Africa. So Okay, that's awesome. So that this is a side question, but I wanted to ask this. I'm sure everyone is interested in knowing um was entrepreneurship kind of pushed within your household i know a lot of african-american households in their households it's you work a nine-to-five job and you hope they have great benefits and you're able to work there until you know ultimately you were yeah actually it wasn't now all right let's say it like this my mom actually was an entrepreneur but i didn't really acknowledge it far as I didn't it just didn't pop out till like years later like as you know I was an adult but she she actually ran a home daycare um for for several years um like uh, my stepdad he was in the army real hardworking guy really great guy like I learned a lot from him as far as uh character building uh positive attributes discipline stuff like that um my mom same thing so they had a lot to do with my influence as far as being a hard worker, but I didn't know enough about entrepreneurship. So it was just something, you know, I wanted to do. 
And then, like I said, as I got as I got older, reflecting back, I was like, actually, my mom was an entrepreneur. Now we did like I grew up, you know, like I said, with chores. I'm really big into parents teaching their kids uh, or making them do chores because it, it's a character builder. Like it helps them uh, with self discipline, personal responsibility, <clears throat> and it's a character builder. So just say those attributes and characteristics help me in my life as an entrepreneur because. As an entrepreneur, good work ethic is golden. Like you can do any and everything if you have good work ethic and if you have confidence. Now, my advice to listeners who are working nine to five jobs uh, or, you know, 10 hour shifts, 12 hour shifts, and which I've done that in my past, like I've worked at plants, I've worked retail jobs. I even tried working two jobs before. Uh, I was working at uh, 11 to 8 p.m., 11 p.m. to 8 a.m. at Walmart. And then in the morning, I was going to Dollar General and I was a stalker. Now, I would say in today's society, that's for the birds. Like, it's, it, you exhaust too much energy for too little pay. So that's why I do what I do, because I try to show people other alternatives to the 40-40 plan, which is, you know, work 40 years to retire off of, you know, 40% of your income. That That's the old analog model. So if you look at the fact that we're in a digital era, like you can literally make money from your cell phone now. Like you can make money on the computer. Uh, you can make money at local, um, you know, vending, vending uh, opportunities, whether it's the flea market or events. So you have way more options now than our ancestors who still just figured it out. Like just say in the 1950s, you had uh, 53% uh, business ownership. You had uh, over 60% home ownership. You had about 80% two-parent households. So we have to go forward, not backwards. So good question. Yes, I would have to agree. You speaking about all your business ventures, that leads me to my next question. What does entrepreneurship mean to you and what does it take to be a successful entrepreneur? And the reason why I ask, uh, what does it mean to you? Because when I look at the word entrepreneur, I feel like it's equivalent to someone saying uh, that they're free of something, that they've finally um, gotten their freedom, or it symbolizes to me ownership. So I want to know, what does entrepreneurship mean to you? Okay, good question. And um, freedom is part of it. Uh, we'll, We'll say, all right, you look at... Now, the benefits, before I give you my definition, the benefits of being an entrepreneur are exactly what you said. You have freedom, you have flexibility, and you have family time. Those are probably going to be the three uh, biggest benefits. Uh, And then freedom, as in you don't have any glass ceiling. Like, you can literally make as much money as you want to make. As an employee, the most I've made was about $15 an hour. As an entrepreneur, I've made $1,200 a day. Uh, consistently, I've made ten thousand in a day with uh, with a particular company. I've uh, had ran multiple businesses at the same time and worked less than fifteen hours. Like uh, um, a couple years ago, I had a, a cleaning company doing about three hundred eighty eight thousand dollars a year. I had a tire shop doing about one hundred twenty thousand a year, and a digital marketing company that was doing five figures. So I was running three really big businesses with about twenty eight employees from my cell phone and condo. And I was enjoying life, traveling, dating, just doing all the things I want to do. So I, I tell people, you have to broaden the definition of what an entrepreneur is. All right, uh, most people that are 
not really business people or they hadn't had a lot of exposure to business, they might look at entrepreneurs as someone who has a suit and tie and they go to a building that they call a business. Now, my definition is an entrepreneur is basically anyone who creates an income earning opportunity for themselves. All right, I'm going to repeat it. Anyone who creates an income earning opportunity for themselves. So that means in my definition, comedians are entrepreneurs because guess what? They tell jokes, people come see them, they get paid for it. That's an income earning opportunity. Same thing with athletes, all right? They work out, they market their body to agents and teams and somebody cuts them a big check. So guess what? That's an income earning opportunity. Athletes, entertainers, whether you're a rapper, a drawer, a writer, Authors are entrepreneurs because guess what? They create a product called a book or an ebook or a course and they sell it and they make money off of either their time, their energy, their talents, their wisdom, their experience. So anyone could be an entrepreneur. Only thing that means is you're monetizing your time, talent, looks, energy, experience, or trade. Okay. There you go. That sounds good. Um, now that you put it that way. So um, this is a personal question, and I'm sure that others would like to know the answer to this as well. So how are you able to pinpoint exactly what you wanted to do and what motivated you to stick with it instead of just giving up? And the reason why I say that is because a lot of times we know what we want to do, but once we get to a point where we don't see any progress or anything of that nature, we tend to give up pretty easily. And then other times we kind of question whether or not this is something that we're supposed to do because we're not seeing the fruits of it. So kind of touch on that, like, how are you able to pinpoint and how are you able to stay motivated to the point where you're not giving up? All right. I'll answer it like this. I tell people, all right, there's a lot of bad myths, business myths going around. All right, just say, for instance, most people say you have to be passionate to profit in business. I would say false, false, false. Reason is because most of the businesses I named, I had no passion connected to it. So just think about cleaning, cleaning, cleaning anything. Most people are not passionate about cleaning. But I've owned four six-figure cleaning companies, all right? Same thing with lawn care. I had pollen allergies before I started, you know, before I changed my diet, became health conscious, used coconut oil, stuff like that. So it was, you know, not a pleasant feeling going into the elements of nature and doing landscaping. Now, I was never a stranger to hard work, but it's just the extra, you know, allergies and this and that. So I was not passionate about that business, and it still was – like a $60,000 a year business. All right. So I tell people like this, you don't have to be passionate to profit. You can passion, you can profit in any type of business. Now, does it help to be passionate? It helps in a sense that the days you don't want to go, you will still go because it's something you love to do. So just think about, like I said, athletes are entrepreneurs. All right. They work out every day. They play uh, the sport that they love that's their passion. So even if they wouldn't get paid as much money, a lot of them would still do it. So that's the difference between choosing a business solely based on profits versus choosing a business based on passion. And just say it took me several different businesses going through them to figure out, okay, this is what I'm really passionate about. So the businesses I'm, I'm just now getting into the businesses that I'm passionate about, which is my coaching and consulting agency and my youth development company, because I actually 
like helping people and I love uh, empowering the youth and uh, giving them a really good head start in life by teaching them uh, entrepreneurship, financial literacy, uh, personal development and leadership. So yes, it's a myth that you have to be passionate. Now, what I will tell people that are in businesses that they're not passionate about or that they want to start, you know, solely based on uh, profits is that, all right, this is how you kind of discover what you would probably be passionate about. Just look back at your childhood at some of the things that you like to do then. Uh, search Timothy Simpson. Facebook, my link is facebook.com backslash uh, Timbo, T-I-M-B-O, black, like the crayon or the color, black, sun, like the sun, S-U-N. Um, I share a lot of information on there. So just say, you know, even if people don't want to uh, purchase a product or service, you know, I share a lot of content uh, worth a lot of value. Um, my personal website is timthemotivator.com, uh, just timthemotivator.com. And then my email is the same thing, timthemotivator at gmail.com. Uh, just say with my coaching and like I said, I deal with aspiring entrepreneurs and existing businesses. So I have, you know, services ranging from business plan to fire your boss man plan. Uh, I do personal coaching, business coaching, and a lot of pretty much any service-based business that you can start. Um, you know, I have courses, do-it-yourself courses if people, you know, rather just uh, take that route and just get their information and, you know, do it theirself. I'll eventually have a few audio books. I have a, a lot of eBooks out. Uh, a lot of the information is on my website. Uh, and then for uh, the youth development company, Junior CEO, it's just uh, juniorceoacademy.com. And uh, like I said, I work with youth ages six to 19. And really, I kind of stretch it out. So six to 28. Uh, and I teach, you know, entrepreneurship, financial literacy, leadership, and personal development. I have uh, workbooks. I have e-courses. Um, I do uh, live coaching online uh, via Zoom or Skype. I also do uh, live events. So if anyone is host hosting anything business or entrepreneurship related, like I'll come to the event um, and, you know, do a workshop or be uh, a guest speaker. I also um, have recently started contributing to events by not even being there I can actually they can actually just set up a, a projection and I can you know deliver a speech or a workshop through that uh, so it's, okay. you know, I'm pretty flexible okay and lastly could you share with us some inspiring or perhaps motivational words that could possibly help get us as entrepreneurs to the next level Yes, I would say what worked for me was, you know, given that you're a hard worker, because if you're not a hard worker, meaning you got good work ethic, then whether you work a job or you're in entrepreneurship, you know, you're probably not going to be successful. Self-education is major. And self-education just means you basically go to YouTube, watch videos on the thing that you want to do. You Google the thing that you want to do. You intern or talk to people doing the thing that you want to do. So it's like we have access to all this information. We just have to put it to better use. Um, daily, you want to basically keep your energy positive, optimistic, and high. 
What worked for me was listening to uh, motivational speakers like Les Brown, uh, Eric Thomas, Zig Ziglar, Brian Tracy. Uh, you got Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, uh, Jim Run. Like it's it's a lot of phenomenal speakers out here, and they have a lot of really good content. They've made millions and millions and millions of dollars. Uh, so these are people that I consider virtual mentors. I've been listening to them for years. Um, actually, I'll throw in, uh, you got Gary V. Like you have a lot of, whether they're speakers, podcasters, bloggers, you have a lot of guys with uh, really big hearts, a lot of wisdom, and they're here to help. So they they put the information out there for you. Uh, aside from that, it's just, you know, staying away from really negative uh, pessimistic people because they, you know, they, there is a such thing as energy vampires, meaning people that, you know, they're so consumed with negative thoughts, they don't see, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. So they're going to discourage you from your dream. I've never, you know, allowed that to derail me. Um, I've been in some maybe toxic relationships, both romantic and uh, friendships. And, you know, I usually kind of get out of them too, because it's, it's just, it's not good for your health, number one, it's, and it's definitely not good for your uh, your energy or your future. So it's like you have to surround yourself by positive energy, positive people, whether they're online or offline, and then uh, planning. Planning is really, uh, really a big deal. Uh, it's a saying in the Army that if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So you just have to plan out your pl- plan your work and work your plan. Same words. Plan your work, work your plan. Uh, with that being said, uh, like I said, you know, the world is yours. I mean, you're here to manifest your dreams and your greatness. So I would not settle for uh, building someone else's dream or just, you know, living a regular life. Like I'm not here to be normal. Uh, my kids, you know, hopefully they'll feel the same way. If it's, you know, in my control, they won't be normal. Uh, the people around me, I, push them to greatness so um i'm just not here for a normal existence (laughs) i don't blame you i think everyone should um take on that mindset some point in time some take it on earlier on later on but you know it's all beautiful once you do um decide to take on that mindset so um i want to know and i want you to tell the listeners about any um events you may have coming up or um, anything you have coming up, this is the last gotcha. quarter or the top of the year, whatever it may be. Okay. I will actually be speaking on a podcast uh, called Raising a Mogul. Uh, you can okay. find it on Facebook. It's called Raising a Mogul. Um, and it's a group of uh, really powerful women who are raising moguls. Like, uh, you know, you got youth under 13. They're already doing financial coaching. They have made thousands of dollars in stocks. Um, you just have some really phenomenal kids. Like I'm doing a workshop for them called Cash Flow Quadrant, where I break down um, Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad's Cash Flow Quadrant, and just say just a snips of it. Like when I learned the difference between self-employed and business owner and applied it just to my cleaning company, my company went from making 9000 a month to over $23,000 a month. Um, and it was, it was just like a mind, mindset shift. It's like, okay, well, I'm, a, I'm self-employed, but I'm working 85% of the time. So when I apply um, 
the the principles that I learned and then some things that I've figured out, uh, like I said, my income like quadrupled. And it also basically flipped the uh, percentage that I was working. So I went from working 85%, making pretty decent money to working 15%, making even more money. Uh, December, I want to say December, maybe the second or third week, I'll be in Gastonia at a uh, Black Business Expo um, hosted by a friend on my page uh, uh, named Anthony. And then okay. and next next year, I'll have you know a lot of events that I'll be creating. Like uh, a, I'm doing a, a Black History play. Um, basically, we're going to re, reiterate the influence that Madam C.J. Walker had on you know uh, Black and female entrepreneurs. She was the first female entrepreneur that was you know, happened to be black. So she was the first female entrepreneur, black or white. Uh, she built a million dollar operation before the internet, before, uh, you know, advertising, stuff like that. She actually created the network marketing model that Avon famously uses now, uh, Mary Kay, and a lot of the network marketing and multi-level marketing companies so we're gonna like i'm producing uh some plays mainly business focus so i I have a lot of things coming up we all have the same 24 hours it's up to you to decide what you'll do with it until then live a little bit more laugh a little bit more and love a little bit more this your girl Gigi. keep your head up the sky's the limit (music) 